When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Right. You think after a while, just in general, um, doing Zooms, right? You would be self-conscious of what you do and not do in front of a camera. Um, I've just the last week, just now, I, you, I don't know if you could see me. I just You just turned your camera on. Could you just see me pick my nose? I was like two knuckles deep. <laughs> I, I did not. And I, I realized, like, oh, crap. Ah, it's like driving in your car. You think you're invisible. <laughs> right? Gosh dang it. And we have, these, we have these team meetings now with a whole bunch of people. And I, the other day, I almost went in. And I'm like, oh, the camera. And I went and blocked the camera off. At first, I used to And then I went in. And it, it wasn't even a pick, but it would have looked like a pick from the angle. So, Because <laughs> you're just so comfortable sitting there. Right. And you just don't realize, oh, man. Everybody can see me. Right. But it see but it seems so mean and aggressive to just shut your camera off. I'm over that now, but at the beginning it was like that just seemed rude. I'm just gonna shut my camera off. I'm slowly uh slowly learning zoom etiquette. Yeah. Um and I and I think we've talked about this a couple of times, but I think one one rule of thumb should be that if you initiate the call, you have the right to mute everybody so that people can hear other people. Yes. Um because a lot of times people don't realize what's going on in the background because it, it's 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 white noise to them. Mm-hmm. But Zoom cancels you out if you if somebody else makes a noise. Yeah, and so you can't hear the speaker, so and the, you see the lights yeah. going on around different people's names. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my god, everybody's just please mute. Right, for God's <laughs> sake, I know. And so some of these little you know people use the dongles or the AirPods or whatever, and those microphones are so good, it'll amplify stuff behind you. Like if a wash machine's going or the dishwasher's rolling, it it makes it so. Me, you've come in many times when we're in the middle of one. I'm typing, and I have my phone down there, and it's just clank, 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 slam, 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 clank, clank. I don't even think about it because it's so quiet. <laughs> And it sounds, it's funny, you're right, because it is completely quiet to you, mm-hmm. but it does sound so, when you say aggressive, yeah. so aggressive. It's pound, like, pound, pound, pound. You, you, he plays it like a, um, I want to say like 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 a famous pianist. Right. And he's knocking out a symphony. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Beethoven's whatever. Mm-hmm. Liberace on the keyboard. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what it's, it's gotta be what it's, and then I realized that, yeah, my microphone is on my thingy and it's right down there by the keyboard. So of course it's loud. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on? Uh, You know what? Nothing. This is going to sound like a totally out of left field question. And it's, it's something that happened like probably three months ago state farm, right? Like I said, completely out of left field, but I saw the commercial again last night and I kind of forgot about it that state farm switched out their uh, Jake from state farm. He's not the original Jake anymore, but it's still Jake. Oh, okay. And it's still Jake, and they switched out Jake, and but the original Jake is in it, and they don't say that he's Jake anymore. And so the new Jake is an African-American Jake. The other Jake is still white Jake, and he's on the in the other cubicle, and it's the same, but it's, it's so weird because it's the same couple, 
you know, like, who are you talking to? Jake from State Farm? What are you wearing, Jake? It's that, that same whole scene. They just cut in new Jake. And but then there- and then they t- the new Jake turns to old Jake and go, have you dealt with this before? And he peeks around the cubicle. He's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's the same. That's Jake's right there. Are they trying to? Well, I wonder if we missed an episode. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you might. You never watch commercials, so uh, we have to on Hulu Live sometimes on Bravo. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, speaking of which, Real Housewives, Orange County. OC, yeah, that's the OGOC. We have a couple new characters coming on, probably, um, and apparently one of them. Uh, Elizabeth Vargas is her name, but she's not that Elizabeth Vargas. Oh, oh um, dang it. I was excited for a second. Right. I saw the name. Yeah. And I was like, no way, no way she would be on. That Real Housewives. Awesome. Stop it. And so of course I had to click through on that one, but she's a friend of one of the other girls. She got brought into the group and apparently now she's going to be joining the show and the other, the, when, when her friend isn't around, nobody talks to her. Yeah. So- <laughs> not surprising. I didn't know. The- I thought of you when I saw it. I thought, oh God, drama. Okay. Just, I just love, I love those. New York, if people are watching Real Housewives of New York, it's an absolute, a dumpster fire would put itself out because this is brighter. It is an <laughs> absolute disaster. And it's, it's just 50 and 60 year old women getting drunk and making, just being the biggest bees in the world. It's just so much fun yeah. to watch. Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's incredible. The, the types of, arguments that they get into is so much fun yeah and it's like making mountains out of molehills oh my god times 10 and i get i get oh. they have to for their like story i i actually learned something this weekend that okay, you might not know a lot of these shows but the real housewives and like that kind of show and then there's mm-hmm. like below deck which is another production company but it's on bravo but they're shot completely different so what they do is like with Real Housewives, they have story editors and they create storylines. Like they'll they'll see what's going on in this person's life and they'll do stuff to amp it up and they start the drama, have the trips to Mexico. Like these women, every time they go on a trip, someone bleeds, they get in a fight, they whatever, but they still keep going on trips, right? But, yeah. but Below Deck is, um, and, and I'm, I don't know if you know what the show is, right? Where it's- I do. Okay, yeah. For anybody that doesn't, it's just like, it's a camera crews around a, a big super yacht and it follows the- this the crew anyway it's good it's the crew it's like the behind the scenes of yeah. what's going on on this and set. of course they're all hot and blah 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 um but they do it totally different <laughs> they go on and they shoot for the the entire season yachting season and then they go back after that and then they edit for storylines they don't create storylines so that's what so kind of like uh, survivor mm-hmm. at first i don't know that they still do it that way but um, same way, because they'd shoot the whole thing, then go back and, and then edit it to make people look crazy. Yep. Yep. To make people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So they find they find the people that are crazy that start, you know what, yeah. and then they go back and, and sit and watch hours and hours and hours of uh, video and put the stories together. So it's a more pure reality That's show. Crazy. Yeah. That's funny. I've been, um, uh, you know what my viewing habits are. Um, I've gotten away from the food stuff and now I'm back to uh, my tinfoil hat podcast. He put out a few, he puts out like a daily episode and they're all like an hour or two long. It's crazy. I don't know how he does it, but, and he's also on several pay sites mm-hmm. where he has even more material behind the paywall. But anyway, um, the one that they're doing that I've been listening to is about underwater civilizations and about, yeah, like um, a fish or humans. For real? What's that? A fish or humans? Humans, okay. but not, but not that they're living underwater, but that they're, they're finding all these places underwater that used to be above water, but we're not in a, an ice age right now. 
Um, so the water level used to be at one point lower, much, much lower because there was so much ice. Go back like 10,000 years when the ice age, the last ice age. And so the water level was like three or 400 feet lower. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the ocean floor was visible and people like they do now, everybody builds on the coast, right? Right. Same thing on these other countries, they built on the coast. And so then when the water level rose back up, whew, and it would, it happened really rather fast. You probably remember like, like when you saw this stuff about it, they found a frozen guy in the ice. Yeah. They found a frozen mammoth because they, it happened so fast when the ice age hit. Um, it, it really, the temperature dropped dramatically from what it is today, just like plummeted. And then it stayed there for a short time and then it warmed up super fast. So the water came back, everything melted really fast. And so they're finding more and more civilization underwater. But the problem is, is it doesn't fit the narrative that we're taught in school about the timeline mm-hmm. that man has been on earth because nobody knew about these other Which totally, places. Makes, totally makes sense. So they just made all that shit up. Yes, they right. made it all just up. Make it up. You just make it up. <laughs> I mean, so anyway, it's like on uh, Jurassic Park, they fill in the gene, the, the gaps in the story with what they think might be the case. Yes, this is this is the DNA we think we need here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We'll see what happens. Yep. Um, so so they're saying that, like, when you see ancient um, like like the pyramids, I think the pyramids were here even before the Ice Age because of where they were built. They weren't under uh, under ice. Um, but they said that they went with the fact that they have all the hieroglyphics. It's not like the people who who built them put the hieroglyphics. I think that what they're saying is that, that they were there and then this new new people showed up and they're the ones that put the hieroglyphics all over it, like claiming it as theirs. So they've been getting oh, credit, like what? the Mayans and the Egyptians have been getting credit for building all this crap. Really? And maybe there was another civilization long before that that built these. Wow, that's weird. See, right? just, just a little bit of possibility in that crazy. That's what makes you sit there and hmm, think. Yeah, because just like we are now, graffiti, right? So yeah. they put graffiti, they tagged it, they tagged the pyramid. Cavemen, <laughs> cavemen thugs. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes you stop and go, hmm. And then they're just showing uh, those underwater roadways that you may have seen like in the Caribbean or yeah, I think in the Mediterranean, they have it too. And then they just found another one. Uh, this guy did that was he's he's got maps and pictures and satellite shots from Google Earth and all this you know it's great because he's got every it's just it's fun to watch him lay all this stuff out. Um, but anyway, he found this uh, another, another road. It was underwater and it was in the Caribbean, and this was huge because there wasn't supposed to be any others. And he he tweeted it out and posted all this stuff, and then he went back one day to go look at it again, and it's all fuzzied out. Oh, that's hmm. Wonder who's a kind of yeah, kind of like Area Fifty One doesn't exist on Google Earth, right? Exactly. That's uh-huh. that's. I mean, why do that if there's nothing there? If there's nothing I to love see, that crap. I know. I love that that's, crap. Well, um, so. <laughs> uh, there was uh, something I was going to mention about just talk about with that. Oh, well, like, I mean, I know this is like on a much smaller scale and not as much time, but like, and there was a guy. Was it the World Herald or? Lincoln Journal Star, one of the, some publication here locally posted some story, a story about underwater cities, cities that have been flooded um, to create other waterways. And Lake Pecan, hey, we've talked about that before is one of them, that now that the water is yeah, going down. Do yeah, right. That's, <laughs> right. Exactly. If, and, and my parents would have had like 
beachfront property, you know, but it's right? like, that's, why, why? It, there's plenty of other places when you flood a town, but that's what they, I mean, that's what they did. That's what happened back then. Naturally. Now they're trying to do it here and people, you know, 50 years ago knew that there was a town there hundred years ago, whatever. But now, unless you see a story about it, you don't know that there's a post office, there's fences, there's everything underwater. It's crazy. That's, and that, interesting that you point that out. Cause that's one of the trains of thought that they were going down is because this stuff happened. They didn't realize there, there was a gap in the storytelling. And so these people showed up and they see all these, these buildings and they just inhabit them and, and then they get credit for them. But nobody passes on the story about the day that the, the elders showed up and they found a city already here and they just moved in. Right. But instead, everybody believes they built it and they didn't. And, and it goes back to uh, the Grand Canyon and Anasazi and the Indians, the Hopi Indians. They have storytellers and they've told their stories and how they survived through the Ice Age and how they survived. And there's there's history so they can prove they've been there all along. But yeah, the other ones forgot to do that. Nobody wrote it or down. Maybe they didn't forget to do it. Maybe they had uh, their their ancient version of Hillary Clinton and the person that was going to get the story <laughs> out got suicided, potentially, because maybe the yeah. whatever foundation had a lot to, to gain by these pyramids being developed by aliens or whatever. Exactly. And there is something to that because you come through history then and you've got the very powerful people and they write the history. Mm-hmm. The wealthy, the powerful write the history and the way it's presented because it means something to them and their continued uh, livelihood. Um, so they don't, they don't get written out and mm-hmm. that's their legacy. And so they form it and, and craft the message to suit them. And so mm-hmm, like, like they said, I mean, throughout history, every nation, every people has taken something from another people. Yeah. Oh, every for sure. one of them. For sure. hundred percent. And it, it still happens to this day happened that- 10,000 years ago. Exactly. You can go back. Exactly. You go back that far and you think, well, who stole what from the Romans and who took this? You know, well, they there's, all did. there's stories. They all did. It was always plundering and pillaging that were going on. It's just some of those stories didn't get retold. Yeah. Because it suited the person in charge. I want to take a second to thank American Heart Association for being mm-hmm. a supporter of our podcast. Absolutely. Really proud to be working with them and passing along some good information. Would you recognize the most common signs of a stroke? They're important to know. Just remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, and time. Fast. Exactly. If one side of their face droops when they smile, if they can't keep both arms raised in the air, or their speech is slurred or strange, or you see any of those signs... Call 911 immediately. When it comes to a stroke, every second counts. My grandfather had a stroke right. and I realized that and they got to him in time and it helped. It's all in the, this the simplest thing. Remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, time. Visit heart.org to learn more about how to prevent a stroke and recognizing the warning signs of a stroke. I don't know. That's a lot of, that's a lot of work to keep your, um, what do you, what, what's it called after you die? Your what? Your... What's that? You just, you said the word a minute. It just slipped, it slipped my brain. After legacy? You, legacy. That's a lot of work to, I mean, who cares about a legacy? You're dead. Well, then, as long as your kids, as long as your kids know, know you're a good person, your wife did, whatever. Well, who cares? Well, but that, that's, that's part of it. For some people, you think about like Ancestry.com wouldn't even exist if there were everybody was like you. Um. <laughs> I know. I know. Neither would Wyoming. <laughs> Nobody would be like, I'm not going to dig that all that stuff and load those pictures up and find a grave. My ass, I'm like, what? I'm not. That's a lot of walking, a lot of work, a lot of work. work. That's that's the sad part. Then when you go and you find a graveyard that nobody's been keeping up, 
and you can't read any of the markers. Yeah. And there's no way to know who these people even were. Yeah. And how they got there. I mean, that's sad. That is sad. It is, isn't it? Yeah. But then again, they probably don't care where they're at. Right. No, they don't. They're with Jesus. They're probably already on their third or fourth life by now. You know, there if you it was a hundred years ago. There you go. Um, yeah, oh, we'll find out on the other side, like Rihanna always says, we'll find out on the other side how little of the things that we think are so important that aren't, how right. very little of the things are actually important. <laughs> and realize how much time you wasted on all. all this all circles back to the Real Housewives too, because they waste so much time on stupid crap and they have so much money, so much things, so many fun things they can do and they fight and throw each other in the bushes. It's It's stupid. I say our job is done. If you can tie world history to real housewives, if, if ancient civilization circle is yep. complete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if we can have real housewives of ancient Rome, that would be amazing. Oh, I'm sure it was a bloody mess. Well, that's what oh. that, what was that name of that TV show we used to watch? Um, sand. Hump, sand humpers. Oh, um, yeah, basically. <laughs> it was, um, the lead, Spartacus. the lead guy passed. Was it Spartacus? Wasn't it? Spartacus. Yeah, because there were different seasons. And the yeah, we called it we called like, it humpicus because that's all it was was just and and nobody and you look at that and we know it's obviously not really real the way that happened, <laughs> but everybody was cut and tanned, perfectly trimmed beards. You look back at pictures or whatever artist renditions of what the people looked like back then; they were just hairy, fat messes, right? And no hygiene. No, and they pooped in holes like it would be just yeah, awful. Group bathhouses. Yes. And yeah, just rampant, syphilis rampant, I'm sure, or but whatever. God, I love that show. It was a great show. Guy. It was a great he was. show. I, I remember when he passed away, that was terrible. It was a shocking thing. He was, it was. Yeah. He was way too young. Um, okay, and um, also about a show, I, this, I didn't know this. I just saw, actually, a friend of ours, Steve Lundy, posted this today on his Facebook page, um, that Chris Mundy, the writer and uh, pr- executive producer and writer of Ozark, is from Omaha. I didn't know that. Had I no had idea. no idea. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to Omaha's own Chris Mundy, executive producer and writer of Ozark 18 Emmy nominations. No clue. I had no idea. Steve Lundy breaking news on the cat. I had no clue. He, well, he's just glad that Entertainment Live added that segment. Right, right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> I remember how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, there's something to talk about. I totally get it. Because totally I sure as heck am not, I'm not Wikipedia and the, the producers I, and the writers of any of these shows. Wouldn't even think about it. What do you even think about uh, it? No, no, that's funny. Oh my God. Oh Lord. So that's, that's pretty that's much it. what, uh, what I'm doing right now. I'm just, uh, watching that kind of crap. So this is, <laughs> is this, that's our Thursday. Technically you're hearing it on a Friday, but we appreciate that you guys listen. Yeah, we really do. Real chill Friday, right? Yeah, chill Friday is. podcast. Total chill Friday podcast. Um, but we still want your text for a two, four, three, nine, four, seven, eight or on social media. It's Pat and JT. Thank you.